Hebrews 1 3-4 NASP. And He is the radiance of His glory and the exact representation of His nature, and upholds all things by the word of His power. When He had made purification of sins, He sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, to the extent that He has inherited a more excellent name than they. John 1 1 1-4 NASP. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and apart from Him not even one thing came into being that has come into being. In Him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. When we read these scripture verses, I'm thinking that some of us don't fully comprehend the magnitude of what is being conveyed here. Maybe you do, but I know that I've read through the first chapter of John many times, without really grasping the wide scope and magnitude of what is actually being said. In the first chapter of John we find that as the Word, Jesus is not some creature who was with the Father at the beginning of the creation, but rather a co-equal and co-sharing person with the Father before the creation. The term Word has a rich history in Greco-Roman thought and Hebraic Jewish thought, meaning among other things, that which gives order to otherwise chaos, order to disorder and meaning to that which is meaningless. John of course reveals that the Word or is called in the Greek, Logos, is a person, a divine person, and that person being Jesus, the Son of God. And that person, the very Son of God, was here among us, literally in the flesh. That's heavy. Actually it's more than heavy, it's pretty well mind-boggling when you stop to think about it. And yet, the truth of this reality is conveyed to us not only by the authors of the four Gospels, but even more so by Jesus Himself, as Jesus' words are quoted, within the Gospels, over and over again. And once this reality is grasped, the words conveyed to us in the Gospels take on a whole new significance. The unity and divine purpose behind and between God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, are literally evident everywhere. I'm going to limit myself to six scriptures from the Gospels and one scripture from 1 Corinthians, in keeping with the requirement to keep this relatively short, but you know there are so many, many more. John 14:28 NASP. You heard that I said to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Mark 10:18 NASP. But Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. John 12:49-50 NASP. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father Himself who sent me has given me a commandment as to what to say and what to speak. And I know that His commandment is eternal life, therefore the things I speak, I speak just as the Father has told me. John 14:9 NASP. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and yet you have not come to know me, Philip? The one who has seen me has seen the Father, how can you say, show us the Father? Luke 22:42 NASP. Saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. John 3:16-21 NASP. For God so loved the world, that He gave His only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but so that the world might be saved through Him. The one who believes in Him is not judged, the one who does not believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light, and does not come to the light, so that his deeds will not be exposed. But the one who practices the truth comes to the light, so that his deeds will be revealed as having been performed in God. 1 Corinthians 15:28 NASP When all things are subjected to him, then the Son Himself will also be subjected to the One who subjected all things to Him, so that God may be all in all. 
I don't know how to adequately articulate the sheer complexity and total completeness of maintaining the singularity of God's revelation of His love and grace, through the sacrifice of His Son, the promised Redeemer, the Chosen One, for our sins, to bring us back into union with Himself, in just the New Testament alone, not to mention the Old Testament, starting at Genesis. Couple that with all the words that Jesus conveyed, the healings and miracles demonstrating God's power and mercy, plus the resurrection of Jesus and the empowerment of the Apostles through the indwelling power of God's Holy Spirit, and the reality being conveyed and authenticated becomes literally monumental. There is no other Logos that even remotely compares. And yet, there are some, actually many, who discard it all. That, to me, seems even harder to comprehend. Jesus, the Logos of God, God's testimony, sent to mankind to redeem. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.